This episode of Explicit Answers is brought to you in part by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. GoDaddy.com, where you could use the code PODNAME121 to save money on your next domain name. And GoToMeeting.com. The world needs answers. We can help. Explicit Answers. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Explicit Answers, Episode 11, brought to you the week of November 22nd, 2010. I'm James. And I'm Jen. And we're here to answer your questions. Yes, we are. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. Um, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. And why would that be? Well, it's going to be very unconventional this year for us. Um, Yeah, it will be. Because we won't be celebrating it in the same country. Right. That is so weird. It is. I'm, I'm going to Spain tomorrow. A place where they don't really care about Thanksgiving. They don't give a crap about Thanksgiving. All they remember is how we stole land from them. They, I live in the in Florida where that they named and habitated the whole state, too. and and now it is. I'm going there to not remind them of that. Hopefully, mm-hmm. the Spaniards. That's right. Uh, but no, to fill you guys in, I'm a uh, children's pastor by trade, and I've been invited to go to Spain. Uh, there's some American missionaries there. They get together uh, all over from Southern Europe, and they come together to celebrate a traditional. American Thanksgiving, and I get to help uh, them with their kids and minister to their kids for two days. Uh, I'll be leaving out Tuesday, coming back Saturday. Sunday. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm flying back in on Sunday? hmm Oh, I thought it was Saturday. No, it was Sunday. It was cheaper to stay that extra day. So. Oh, gosh. Oh. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right. But anyway, um, I'm going to be doing that, and then uh, one of those days, we're going into a mall in Madrid. And uh, to a gigantic indoor ski slope, and I'm going to be tubing. I know, that sounds so fun. It is. And it was just the other day, we were talking about how we're not going to be sledding anytime soon, and here I am going halfway across the world to go sledding indoors. I don't understand why they don't have those in Florida. Because nobody cares. Nobody even knows to care. Well, that, and it doesn't really get cold enough to support. Well, I'm talking about indoors, though. It's indoors. Yeah, but they still, they could super chill it. They could do that. That's true. And I mean they they have hockey teams down here, don't they? I think they do have one. Yeah, see? So like it's not like it's lightning. impossible. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, nobody here knows. Say what? I said nobody here knows. Thank you. That's like they have these pumpkin patches here and they think that is a pumpkin patch. Yeah, they do. And what it is is they bring in a truckload of pumpkins and put them on some uh, put them on crates. Pallets. Yeah, yeah pallets. <laughs> and that's the patch. Like at a church. Just a church like yeah. yard. No no uh, cider. No, no. Uh, scarecrows with holes in the heads where you can put your face through. Nope. No slides. No corn mazes. Nope. Just a bunch of pumpkins. No actual pumpkins growing from the ground like we had in yeah. Kansas City. Mm. But they don't know that. So no. they don't miss it. It's just a, it's a, it's almost as fun as picking out your own Christmas tree. Yeah, in a line of uh, trees at the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, so, uh, you know, here's, here's hoping that you uh, out there have a great Thanksgiving. I'll be treating, uh, spending mine working in Spain. Jen and the kids are going to be uh, traveling and doing some things. So 
uh, it's going to be a good time for us, and uh, I'll be looking forward to getting back, though, even though I'm looking forward to going. So, uh, Real quick, I want to mention the uh, NLCast store one more time. At nlcast.com slash store, you can get our brand-new uh, Explicit Answers T-shirts. So if you're into something like that for Christmas, we'd love for you to support us uh, by picking up a shirt for you or a loved one or your children. I have to say, Jenna loves her podcast kid shirt. Yeah, that's true. You can get other, um, you know, shirts from other podcasts. And I snuck and got Jenna one for her own show. Mm-hmm. She loves it. She does. Okay. Um, hey, you know what? It's uh, like most of America. You're probably going to be traveling this holiday season. Probably not as far as I am. But the problem for many of us is it's fourth quarter and it's very busy time. You need a tool that's going to help you conduct business even when you're not face-to-face with clients or colleagues, and I highly recommend online meetings with GoToMeeting. You can collaborate on documents in real time and give engaging sales presentations by showing your desktop. After a quick two-minute download of GoToMeeting, start scheduling meetings in advance or on the fly. Meeting attendees, they don't need to do anything but click a link, and instantly they see your computer desktop on their computer screen. So your conference calls can be more productive and more efficient. That means shorter, people. We use GoToMeeting, and we can't believe how easy it is uh, to set up a start a meeting. It's awesome. So my listeners can get GoToMeeting free for 45 days. That's a month, over a month, of unlimited online meetings for free. For this special offer, visit GoToMeeting.com. Click the Try It Free button and use promo code PODCAST. That's GoToMeeting.com, promo code PODCAST for this free 45-day trial. Go there and check it out. Help yourself and help out Explicit Answers. That would be awesome. Let's get right into what we're talking about today. We're going to be answering your questions, and we've got three very good ones. One from a character that's just known as F-A-R. Far? Yeah, I guess so. Fair. Far. Far. Yeah. I was trying to make it cool. Oh, okay. I've recently gone through a breakup with my girlfriend. I've been putting forth honest effort to help improve communications and put her before myself. She would try to do the same, but if things did not work out on the first try, she would tend to give up. She broke up with me using the I'm not good enough for you and I care about you and wants what it, and I want what is best for you line. I feel that if it was best for me, I would not want the breakup to occur. Um, and so wouldn't she want the same thing? I have a hard time believing that she cares about me, and I'm not holding out in hope that we can reconnect in the future, as she seems to hope that we can. How do I move on and get over this heartache? Apart from time healing these wounds, is there anything else which can help? Can I do it in a manner which is not self-defeating, uh, nor in a way that I will resent her? Thanks for the help, F.A.R. Um, you want me to start? Well, I, I do want to just say this. In the future, folks, when you send in questions about relationships, let us know your age. Mm. Because our a- your age is definitely going to, you know, change our opinion and our, and our advice. That's true. Because if, if, yeah, if you're a middle school kid, we're going to tell you, stop. Stop dating, period. Be friends. If you're a college kid, we're going to say, oh. If you're 45, we're going to say, what? So. Get it together. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. Um, Go ahead. I I will, you know, in general, say one thing. If it's a breakup that's in a way where at least one of the people really wants to try to, like, get back together at some point, but they want to break up for a while, you know, if you you really want to come out of that healthy, you just need to cut it off. 
Like, like if you're broke up, you're just broke up. And if she comes back and it's like, well, I want to try again or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's just going to complicate your life and, and it just doesn't work. Good relationships don't do this. So I don't know. Just drop it. First of all, I, I, I mean, and that's what he's saying. He's saying she's talking about maybe I want this again in the future. I can't, I don't understand how that works. Is, is that legit or is that is that bull? Do you think from a girl's point of view? I think from a girl's point of view, it's like I want it in the future, but I want it to be totally different. And that probably with someone else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that that's a girl's point of view. It's, I want it in the future if if it could be perfect in the future and uh-huh. not have any issues or that all our issues would be worked out. And right. I, I don't really see how that'll happen. I mean, if you're willing to go far enough to break up, then you probably don't have a future. And if you try to rekindle, it's just going to be a. It's just going to drag out the process. Yeah, it sounds like she fed you some lines to try to soften the blow. And what girls don't understand is when they're anything less than just brutally honest, we do hold out hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, us guys, we're not good at reading between the lines. We're very uh, surface as far as communication goes because that's the way we talk to each other. And so when she says these things, we want to believe it. But um, in, in actuality, she's trying to let you down easy. Um, I think you realize that. You know, what you're asking for, is there a way to get move on and get over the heartache? And, uh, you know, there is. There is. I mean, obviously, time's going to do it. But I would say keep yourself busy mm-hmm. and find some um, girl with low self-esteem that has daddy issues and uh, just start making out. Really? No, not at all. That is great advice. But that's what most guys do. Yeah. So don't do that. The other thing you can do is uh, one thing that would be useful, assuming that you're over the age of 18 and in a place where you can actually pursue a a decent relationship, Mm -hmm. um, is kind of looking at yourself and your habits and just yourself in general and think, am I the type of person that is attracting the kind of person that I want to have? Yeah. Is there anything about me that needs to change? Basically, use the failure of the relationship to better yourself. That's true. And that's that's always useful. Yeah, uh, it's very rarely done, but it's useful if you can do it. Who's the Maxwell guy? I can't remember his first John name. Maxwell. John Maxwell said, "Yeah, when you fail, when you fall, why not clean up while you're down there?" It's true. And so, good good deal. Absolutely. Yeah, we do a lot of. Uh, it, back when the show was called Geek Loves Nerd, we did a lot of uh, series on, you know, attracting the mate you know, that you're worthy of and, or that you want. And it's so funny how people want the perfect, you know, someone, but they're not willing to perfect themselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're going to attract, if you have issues, you're going to attract someone with issues. Even if that issue is, I want to help other people get through their issues and I mm-hmm. want to try to help people. But it just sounds like you guys were basically incompatible and you both wanted different things. Um, your love languages apparently weren't compatible. Now, if you were under 18, we've overthought this entire thing. Yeah, and you just need to and give it dating just sucks. a rest. <laughs> yeah. And you, if you get that involved, um, you know, because you didn't mention how long it was. So this leads me to believe it is a teenager. Um, you know, he's believing. I mean, he's doesn't know whether to believe the lines that she's giving or not. And she did give lines. So it's still, it believes it leads me to believe it's a high school kid. Um, so high school kid, you, you probably need to take a step back for a while and just be friends. And if you date, just date, don't, don't jump in head first mm-hmm. and go slow, make them earn your heart. 
That's right. Piece by piece. And that way, if you break up, uh, you, you only get broke up a little bit. You only break a little bit of your heart, not the whole dang thing. And don't have sex. Yeah. That's, that's a rule all the way through our marriage, actually. Wow. That is not true. Jen says she's saving herself for her real husband. I don't know what that means. <laughs> he hasn't come along yet. Hi, James and Jen. I recently became involved in the Christian Service Brigade. Boy, why is that oh, word wow. hard to say? You had a hard time. Christian Service Brigade group at our church as one of the leaders. Uh, for those who don't know, this is a group very similar to Boy Scouts with the meetings and activities centered around Bible lessons and scripture memorization, as well as games and projects leading to badges, etc. Very familiar with programs like that. My son has reached the age to join the group, so I'm there to support him and also give back to the church by participating. So here's my question. How do I lead a group of boys, second to fourth grade, who can't seem to sit still or even look in my direction when I'm talking? I know it's possible, but I don't have much experience except with my son. I feel like my lessons are falling on deaf ears, and in general, the meetings are spent on crowd control more than they are about the projects we are doing. James, thanks for talking about Raising Boys recently on Gospel of Kennison, uh, because it's a subject close to my heart, as you can imagine. I want to behave appropriately so I can teach these boys to do the same. And that comes to us from Fred. You want me to take this one? I, I think you ought to take it completely, because yeah. I have no idea what to do with second grade boys. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a kids pastor mm-hmm. by trade, been doing it for you know over 10 years now, and uh, got a th- you know, discipline is my thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean discipline like you think you do, like especially if you had a military father, which means you just get beat down all the time in the name of discipline. Discipline means um, that you have order in your classroom. So let me give you uh, some quick tips. First of all, go over to helpimachildrenspastor.com and listen to anything that I've done in the last three years on discipline or order in the classroom. Um, That would be tip one. Tip two, just a quick bullet list of some things that I can think of right off the top of my head. 90% of frustration alleviation is preparation. Make sure that you are prepared. If you, there's an old saying, if there's no tears in the writer, there's no tears in the reader, that applies when you're teaching as well. If you're standing there unprepared, you cannot expect the kids to care more than you did. So if you open the book, walk in the room, and start reading the lesson out right off the page, that's how much the kids are going to care too. Uh, preparation also means having your chair set up, owning the room, being there before they are well in advance. As the kids trickle in, you give each one of them something to do, a project. I always have a pre-show, something to do, whether it's uh, board games sitting on the floor or video games to play until it's time to, to pick up and, and, and start the service. But there's always an activity for them to do when they walk in the room. The second thing is class time needs to be segmented. You mentioned a lot of things that were going on, scripture memorization, a Bible lesson, uh, projects, games. Make sure for second through, what they say? Fourth, Fourth grade. grade um, their ages are probably between six years old and eight years old. And so you've got six to eight minutes before they run out of attention span, okay? Or I'm sorry, double that. Uh, you've, but but you typically you don't want to go over double their age for a time period. So I would say your minimum segment needs to be five minutes. Your maximum segment needs to be 15 minutes. Every 15 minutes you need to be doing something different. Segments sound like a pain in the rear, but they're actually wonderful. 
So you do up an order of service. You have your introduction, your your pledges. You have an opening prayer. Um, you do a song or two or whatever it is. You, you work on your advancements. Then it's time to collect for Bible story. Then you break out and do your projects. And then you come back together at the end for some sort of review. And, and before you know it, you're done. The kids don't even have time to be bad. Okay. Having said all that, um, a reward and, and, and consequence structure is always very, very valuable. If you don't have the rules clearly listed and if you're not reviewing them every single week, then you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Have those rules clearly printed, have them very clear, have them very few, and make sure they address the needs that you're having in the classroom and go over them every single week. Have a consequence structure in mind. First step is a, is a verbal warning. Second step is a, is a timeout. Third step is a conference with the teacher, uh, you know, just real quick, one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, fourth step is, a, uh, is, you know, telling the parents. And then fifth step is maybe a week out with big, you know, in big church with mom or whatever. So um, rewards are also important. Um, in some cases, I've urged people to give kids clothespins, put them on their shirts. Oh, that's terrible. They're going to play with them. Not if they have to have them to get their candy prize at the end of the night. Uh, you don't always have to do candy. You can do stickers. You can do check marks. You can do happy faces on a chart. But whatever it is, uh, have something that's worth earning that kids can be good for. Um, so anyway, that's just really, really, really quick. Some of the basics of how to run a classroom. Uh, the biggest thing, again, is being prepared. That's 90% of it. Um, and then having a pre-show activity. I always end my, my stuff before parents get there too, maybe five minutes. And I have a post-show activity going on in case service runs long. That way I don't lose them. Always have more than you need as well. It's always better to um, run out of time than run out of things to do. Anything you want to add to that, Jen? Um, if they're boys, see if you can do some sort of physical activity Absolutely. in the midst of it. Yep. Because um, it's good to, especially, you know, you can't expect boys to just sit still and listen to you for right. 40 minutes. They're right. very different from girls in that they need to move. Yeah. Yeah. So make that one of the segments, you know, uh, play kickball or have a game. I mean, they mentioned games. So have a have a game where they're playing, you know, monkey in the middle or something. So there you go. Um, hey, James and Jen, last week I got an Xbox 360 and a Connect bundle. That's that new mm -hmm, I know control it system. It's really neat. I watched the demo. Oh, sweet. Geek cred for Jen. Yay. So my fiance and I can work out at home. Yeah, sure. That's why they That's got it. That's exactly why he got the Connect. <laughs> That's demo. why I would get it. That's why I would mm -hmm. urge you to buy it. Um, so far, Connect has been great. You should really try it. Here's my question, though. What Xbox games do you and Jen play together? We already got Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, for the Xbox that was recommended by you and Jen a while back. What other games should we look at? Thanks so much. Your long NLCast listener, Sean and Annie. Well, uh, Sean and Annie, bad news. Um, Jen and James don't play video games together very much. Well, one time I played the Lego game, but I'm not very good at those types. So What, what Lego was it? I think it was Lego Batman. Yeah, we played Lego Batman a little bit. Yeah, not really my thing. We played Peggle for quite a while. Oh, we did like, it's not Xbox, so it's a Wii game, was Boom Blocks. Boom we, Blocks is awesome on the Wii. We played that together. Um, and Peggle on the 360. That's right, we did play play, play, <laughs> play Peggle. Peggle for quite a while. We did. 
Um, I tried to get Jen, and she did play. She begrudgingly, but she played uh, Castle Crashers with me. I did not good at that. She didn't like it. And then the other day, I played a game with you, and I was really good. No, here's the story of that. <laughs> what game was it? <laughs> Jen and or me and my brother in law were playing Left for Dead co-op um split screen on the same system you know and he had stepped away well the beautiful thing about that game is if somebody steps away quick as anything the computer takes back control of that character so that all four of you can play very well so my my wife picks up the controller and apparently it had gone to sleep she starts pushing buttons nothing's happening but she she's looking at this screen I was thinking, thinking I was moving. She was doing the thing, man. She was tearing it up. She was playing. Much like a kid at at uh at Pizza Hut that doesn't yeah. know the game over screen is just looping, you know, and mm-hmm. he's like, I'm playing, Daddy. <laughs> so um, I'm playing Pac-Man. <laughs> I'm eating everything. <laughs> so um and then as soon as we activated it, sure enough, she stuck her gun straight up in the air and started spinning around in circles. <laughs> yeah, not my thing. <laughs> That's what she does. There's a great connect um dim our uh, parody video uh where the guy's wife he he puts her on in front of Connect thinking that'll be finally be the one that'll mm-hmm. help her play and she she's in real life stands up spins around and looks at the sky <laughs> i can't control it huh? that would be me <laughs> i would be stuck oh uh, so yeah you gotta imagine jen was one of the people that um was hitting things with the wiimotes back in the day mm-hmm. she was one of the ones she put a swipe across the television screen i did she put a dent in my sister's arm I did. And I don't know how she did it because she is a short lady. She almost put a hole in the ceiling mm-hmm. without even letting go of the remote. I was playing very well. And um then and then we put the <laughs> we put the uh Elmo chair in front of her so that whenever she would touch it, it would laugh and she would know to back up away from the screen. That's right, it worked well. <laughs> so anyway, that's our show for this week. Uh, thank you so much, everyone that submitted your questions. Please submit your own questions at um, explicitanswers.com. There's a nice little form for you there. Or you can email us, explicitanswers at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook. Leave us a review in iTunes if you haven't yet. That would be awesome. Helps other people learn about the show. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash NLCast. Or call in your question or feedback at 2095-NLCast. Uh, Until next time, we will see you. I'm James, this is Jen, and this is Explicit Answers. Peace.